So I'm back on the Medics Money podcast with my co-founder and partner in crime, Dr. Ed Cantello. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I think. Tell me how yourself. I'm good, but I'm a bit scared to record this podcast because we are going to be talking about marginal rates of tax, which, well, you're going to tell us about it, but it's essentially the tax you pay on the next pound earned. Or in English, it is how much you actually take home if you do a locum. I actually remember when I realized the impact of marginal rates because I was doing a house renovation and I decided to do some locum shifts to pay the bills. In fact, I think that was where we met. So yeah, yeah, we definitely met in A&E when you were locum in. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you why those locum shifts were pointless, but they're not really pointless because that's where we met. Yeah, actually, it turned out to be a good thing. Okay. They were financially pointless because I went to work 8 a.m., came back 8 p.m., you know, A&E, tough 12 days, and that was to pay the builders. And I was earning, you know, okay locum rates there, you know, a good amount of money, say 50 pounds an hour. That was a decent amount, but it was nowhere near covering the builders' wages. And I was just thinking, how can that be so? And that was because my marginal rate of tax had changed and I'd lost some child benefit. And so you might be familiar if you've listened to the podcast that the rates of tax in the UK are generally income tax are 20, 40 and 45%. But I wasn't even paying 45%. I was paying something much worse. And that was because of marginal rate. And so I realized it was better not to do the locums and did a lot of the building work myself instead. So I learned a bit of plastering, how to put up coving, bit of brickwork, all good. House is still standing, sold it and you know it was all good and also i met you there so it wasn't pointless yeah absolutely it was obviously of great benefit but i'm quite impressed you managed to do some building work yourself because i have no idea how to do any of these sorts of things i would definitely have to pay someone to do it it is much easier than doing a 12-hour a e shift let me oh, tell you that much actually that's true i'd probably sometimes i think i'd rather yeah try and learn building than do an a e shift the medics money podcast helps doctors dentists and other professionals make better financial decisions Hosted by myself, Dr. Tommy Perkins, a GP. And by me, Dr. Ed Cantelo, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and chartered tax advisor. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute any form of advice and tax allowances and rates are subject to change. So, September and Liz Truss is making a statement right now where she's probably going to change all of the rates and allowances, but <laughs> at the time of recording, the rates were correct. But have you had a good summer, mate? Yeah, it's been a lovely summer, thank you. I was recently in Rome with one of my best friends, and that was amazing. That was, we had a great time over there, and it's not too long. In fact, only a few days from the time of recording until I go to Vegas for a week, which I'm really excited about. It's a postponed 40th birthday trip with one of my best friends. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that very much. Mate, you've been living the high life. I've been living a good life, but more simple. So I've been camping with the kids in Jersey, you know, because as you know, I used to work there. I like to visit different tax jurisdictions as well, just to be geeky. But no, Jersey was amazing. Camping with the kids, full on. If you've been camping with kids, you know what I'm talking about. But it was good, apart from there was that massive, li- was there a massive lightning storm here? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Imagine there's, that. There's been a few actually recently. Yeah, yeah. So imagine that yeah. in a tent. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound much fun. Yeah, it was good. Okay, so that's the summer. I hope that you have all had a good summer as well and work hasn't been too full on. And also, just to say, like, it's really tough being a doctor at the moment, in my opinion. But you're doing amazing work every single day. You are helping people to get better. I still think that's an amazing job, the best job that I've ever had. But it is very, very tough out there. And hopefully today's podcast is going to help you to keep more of your money in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. So as Tommy has said, today we're talking about the concept of 
the marginal rate of taxation. And we have mentioned this a few times on Medics Money, but this podcast is basically dedicated to explaining the concept in a bit more detail, areas in which it might affect you. Because it's really important for all doctors, dentists, other healthcare professionals to understand, as Tommy alluded to, you know, without even realizing, sometimes you end up doing an extra locum shift, getting some extra money and finding out you get paid far less than you expect. So we're gonna explain why that might be, okay, and what you can do to try and help with that. So we all know we have income tax rates of 20%, 40% and 45%, depending on your income. And of course, for our listeners in Scotland, they have a few more rates. So they've got 19%, 20%, 21%, 41% and 46%. So it's slightly more complicated there. But anyway, taxpayers will start paying their income tax once their income goes above the tax-free personal allowance of 12,570. And the tax rates I've just mentioned, these are what we call absolute tax rates, okay? So if I were, let's just say, picking a random number, if I earn 70,000 pounds, then I know that I will have that 12,570 pounds tax-free, and that's the case all around the UK. And then, because I live in England, I will then pay 20% after that, and then once my income goes above the 50,270 mark, the basic rate band, I would then be taxed at 40%, okay? So these tax rates are obviously very important, but they may not necessarily be your marginal rate, however, okay? And they may be, but they may not. So as Tommy said, you know, your marginal tax rate, that's the percentage of tax paid on earnings for the next pound earned. So in my example previously, when my salary was, let's say, £70,000, if you earn an extra £1 in England, say, you'll pay 40% or 40 pence of this extra pound in tax. And that, you know, that's easy. You would expect that. You would say to me, Ed, I earn £70,000. My highest rate of tax is 40%. If I earn an extra pound, I'm going to pay 40% tax on that. Yep, that's all good. Now, there are certain situations, however, where you might earn an extra pound and it's not one of those tax rates that you expect, okay? And that's what this podcast is all about, okay? Let's go through some examples and explain where this happens, okay? So the classic example of where the marginal rate is higher than you might expect, that comes if you earn over 100,000 pounds. So in 2008, because of the financial crisis at the time, the Labour government under Gordon Brown were fishing around for ways to save money, having just bailed out various banks to the tune of billions of pounds, And they hit upon the idea of removing the tax-free personal allowance for people they deemed to be higher earners. Okay, so because of this attempt to get more money by the government, if you have over 100,000 of adjusted net income, then the rate of income tax of each extra pound is higher than you might expect. Because above 100,000 pound, the government begins to claw back your tax-free personal allowance. So for every two pounds that you go over, £100,000 of net adjusted income, you lose £1 of your personal allowance. So that by the time an individual has an adjusted income of £125,140, or more than that, in the current tax year, which right now is 2022 to 2023, you lose the entire benefit of the personal allowance. Okay, so what does that mean? Why am I saying this to you? Okay, what it means is that your marginal tax rate for those people that earn between 100,000 and 125, 140 pounds, their marginal tax rate is actually not 40% like you might expect, but 60%, okay? If you earn 100,000 pounds and you receive, let's say, an extra 1,000 pounds for doing some locum shifts, then your income tax bill on that 1,000 pounds is not going to be 400 pounds like you expect. It's actually going to be 600 pounds in income tax, okay? And that ignores 
national insurance, your, the NHS pension, your student loan, and so on. So after all of these, it may even be the case that for every one pound, over £100,000 you earn, you may only actually receive about 17 pence. Hold on, right. That that seems crazy. So no one's saying £1,000 for a day's work is not a lot of money, but mm-hmm. you, know, you are a highly skilled professional saving lives every day, so don't apologise for earning that. You could go to work for £1,000 a day, and at the end of the day, you get £170 in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, basically. And why might that be? So let's uh, just think about it. So if you were to get that £1,000 and you're paying, okay, first of all, 40% income tax, so £400, then you're losing some of your personal allowance. That actually turns out to add on an extra 20%. Okay, so you end up paying £600. Your national insurance, actually, that's free 0.25% at the moment. Your student loan, let's say you do have a student loan, that'd be 9% on that. And you're likely to be paying the NHS pension at 12.5% on that as well. So overall, you're getting to now below, and actually probably not even 17 pence in the pound. It's probably actually lower than that now with the national insurance rate rise. It's probably going to be about 15 pence. Yeah. And the reason why this is important is because you know, we're assuming you're going to do extra work here. So you've already worked a tremendously long amount of hours as a doctor and you're doing a waiting list initiative to help the patients catch up with the record backlog. And to do that, you could be taking home 17p or less in the pound. So what we're trying to help you do is make a judgment, a value-based judgment Mm -hmm. on is it worth your time in doing that or are you going to do what I did and fire the builders and do the plastering yourself? Yeah, yeah. For example. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's pretty crazy, isn't it, to think that, you know, we're desperate for doctors, desperate for people to do locum shifts. You know, there's so much high demand at the moment for us to think that if you've got a thousand pounds in income, you think, oh, that's great. To only then actually get 160 pounds is not great at all. Okay, so just really kind of think about that because you need to think about, you know, is that extra shift worth it. Now, I feel really bad about saying that, given the times we're in. And it may, of course, be that you do the extra shifts for other reasons. It may be that, you know, despite the high tax rates, you still need that income. It may be that you're doing it for other reasons, like you're you're just, you're helping people out for other reasons. But think about it financially to make sure that it makes sense to do that extra work, okay? Definitely. And we're not saying that's not a lot of money. We're not saying don't do the extra work. We're just trying to help you to work out how much you're going to get and i think you've got some like we're talking about the high rollers at the moment like hundred thousand pound or more we are going to talk about more realistic levels of income in a minute but there's another sting i think for those hovering around hundred thousand pounds and have children yeah absolutely so in fact uh, there are a couple of examples of where if you have children you may find your financially penalized over certain incomes mate that's why you've been to greece and going to vegas and i went camping yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. The lack of kids uh, is definitely helping with my lifestyle there. But yeah, so, you know, there, as Tommy said, there's another sting. When you reach £100,000 of net adjusted income, if you have children, there's another sting in the tail. Because over this, you lose any entitlement to the tax-free childcare scheme. And this is the government scheme where you get up to £500 every three months, so up to £2,000 a year, for each of your children to help with the cost of childcare. And if you or your partner earn more than £100,000 of net adjusted income, then you will lose your entitlement to that scheme. So that's, you know, that's up to, you know, to £2,000 per child. I think it's up to 4000 if you have a disabled child that you just completely lose once your income or your partner's income goes above £100,000. So you're getting penalised there for your income going above that threshold. 
Yeah, and we had three podcasts in a row about family finances, which included this in general, in detail as well. And I'm trying to find what episode number yeah, is. It was like 86, 87 and 88. Mate, you don't even have children and you know which episode is relevant to people well, with children. you know, I'm just on the ball, Tommy. Just on the ball. There okay, we go. I don't need to search our <laughs> podcast back catalogue then, right? As you were. Yeah. So, yeah, back, and back to that. So the other area, this may be more, you know, because as Tommy said, we talked about people earning more than £100,000. It's a nice problem to have in some ways let's talk about another issue for people who don't earn quite so much and that comes relating to something called the high income child benefit charge okay which a lot of you may have heard of so child benefit that's a weekly tax-free amount that uk individuals can claim for their children and it can be claimed by anyone whatever they earn okay strictly speaking there's a higher amount of i think it's 21 pounds 80 a week for the eldest child and 14 pounds 45 a week for each of the other children okay so far so good now the high income child benefit charge was a mechanism introduced by the cameron government and that claws back the child benefit once the adjusted net income of either the claimant or their partner exceeds fifty thousand pounds and the charge is one percent of the child benefit for every 100 pounds you go over that £50,000 threshold, okay? So once an individual or their partner reaches £60,000 of adjusted net income, then the full child benefit that has been claimed will be taken back by the government, okay? The charge is never higher than the amount of child benefit you receive, so you never end up paying more money than you got, but, you know, they will claw back the entirety of that child benefit once you or your partner goes above £60,000. The person who has a higher income and therefore is the reason why that benefits claw back needs to then file a self-assessment tax return to repay the child benefit which is just all a bit crazy really i mean basically what happens is everyone's entitled to claim the money but if you or your partner have over fifty thousand pounds they'll start to take it back off you and over sixty thousand pounds they will take the whole amount of you so they'll pay it to you but you've then got to tell them that they paid it to you and that you owe it back so it's all a bit crazy the admin is just ridiculous if you or your partner do earn over sixty thousand pounds and you are claiming child benefit you may want to consider actually not claiming that benefit because it's probably easier just to not have it in the first place than to receive it and then have to pay it back yeah and i'd love to say and the example that i quoted at the beginning of my own marginal weight problems that i had a problem because of the hundred thousand pound limit unfortunately i did not have that problem but i did have this exact problem that my local earnings from any push me over this so my marginal weight just got way crazy because i started to claw back the child benefit that you just mentioned so yeah i've got a really close friend who lives in rotherham he does uh, you know he's not a doctor at all he does a landscape gardener job he recently bought another property which he rents out so he's doing a tax return because he's renting out the property which gave him a bit of extra income and he was expecting to pay 40% on the profit from the rental property which you know that makes a lot of sense but when he did his tax return what he didn't realize he had no idea his income with that rent went over £50,000 so he then began to lose child benefits and there's a whole myriad of other issues as well which meant that he ended up really confused he still doesn't understand what's going on with that because you know he's expecting to pay 40% of his rental profit he's actually paying a lot more than that because of the loss in child benefits so a lot of people don't know about this and it causes a lot of problems you know you suddenly get this tax bill for a child benefit without having realized that that was going to happen so if this is news to you then definitely something to think about okay and also just you know i don't want to moan or anything but and i don't have kids so it doesn't affect me but there is a real inherent unfairness about this because it's based on the income of just one of the partners 
not the combined income. So you could have two people earning £50,000, i.e. total income of £100,000, and they're absolutely fine to claim the full child benefit. But as if you have one person earning over £60,000, then you don't get any child benefit at all. So just something to think about. There are a couple of other areas where the marginal tax rate can be affected. I'm not going to go into this one because it could be a whole podcast on its own, but obviously there are issues with income going over certain thresholds when it comes to the NHS pension because you may end up then paying more into your NHS pension and exceeding the annual allowance and and so on okay so there are also other areas which we're not going to cover today which can affect you so I would definitely you know listen to our podcast on pensions we've got quite a few out there at the moment to try and hear about all those problems but as I say they can really take up a whole podcast on their own and in fact they do so I'll mention them here another area where the marginal tax rate is different that may affect some people, but as of Liz Trust becoming Prime Minister may not, is that strictly speaking at the moment, and this will only affect a few of our listeners, I appreciate that, but at the moment, corporation tax rates are going to be increased from April 2023. They're going from 19% to 25%. And in between some profit thresholds between I think it's between 50,000 and 250,000 there's a taper rate applied there and what happens there is that you end up with a marginal tax rate on your profits of 26.5% so it's not the 19% it's not the 25% it's a random 26.5% when you work out the maths now we get quite a few questions about that because a lot of people write to us and say well why your podcast why your YouTube videos why are they mentioning a 26.5% rate when that doesn't exist in law. And it's because of the way the the maths works when you are in that profit range. Now, I'm not going to go into this any further because Liz Truss is our new Prime Minister as of yesterday. I don't know when this podcast is going to go out, but certainly as of yesterday, she's our new PM. And her plan is to not enact that increase in corporation tax rates. So what I've just said may not even be particularly relevant, but I thought I'd just mention it because we have had quite a few questions about it. Yeah, we had a great question about it on... So we are doing a few YouTube videos. If you haven't seen our YouTube, check it out. But we had some... I love the YouTube because it allows people to ask questions and you answer. And you answer this exact question because it's a really great question. The maximum rate of corporation tax was supposed to be 25. Yeah, 25%. But, but because of what you just said, yeah. it actually could do a 26.5. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, and that just shows really that everyone season the law, season the guidance that you're paying, let's say, 40% tax rate, or in that case, 25% corporation tax rate. But actually, there are certain areas where that tax rate is different from what you'd expect. And yeah, we have got a new prime minister and yeah. we are expecting some kind of budget. So as you know, we always do a budget update. So if yeah. there's anything changes that's relevant to doctors, we will definitely do a budget update. Although that's basically a mini little update there and that the corporation tax rate is almost yeah. certainly not going up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She's promised quite a few things, but you know, we won't go into them yet because we don't know what she's actually going to do until she actually does it, I guess. But yeah, we'll definitely update you guys when that happens. I want to say one final thing in terms of uh, this podcast, which is I've been very careful with my wording in that I've mentioned to you that uh, this phrase adjusted net income quite a lot. So you lose your personal allowance, or you start to lose your personal allowance if your adjusted net income goes above hundred thousand pounds likewise for the tax-free childcare scheme etc so you know what do i mean by adjusted net income okay so your net income that includes your employment earnings and a few other bits and pieces okay so one thing to say is don't forget you can reduce your employment earnings by claiming your employment expenses okay so it's just another reason if you didn't need 
you know, there are normal reasons such as saving money. It's another reason to make sure that you claim them to the, to the max, okay? In particular, if you're hovering around these thresholds of £50,000 with getting child benefit or £100,000 and you might lose your personal allowance if you increase your earnings, you know, just think about that. Imagine I got exactly £100,000 and I was offered a locum shift of a thousand pounds let's say then if i had a thousand pounds of employment expenses to deduct then i'm back down to a hundred thousand pounds and i wouldn't lose any of my personal allowance so it's really important to claim your tax deductible expenses okay net adjusted income it also includes any grossed up donations to charities so if you are claiming gift aid that gets grossed up and you can include that in your adjusted net income so that will increase your the rate to which you lose these allowances the other way to alter your adjusted net income is to make private pension contributions. But I know I say private, not NHS. NHS pensions already taken into account. Please, 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 though, definitely, definitely think very carefully about making any payments into a private pension scheme, though, because that can cause a lot of pension tax implications and it can be way more problems than it's worth. So I'm just mentioning that for completeness. Please get advice before you do think about that. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, there's so much you can do yourself and we encourage that wherever possible, you know, claim those deductions using our free guide. But if you want a kind of an example of what accountants do, that last two minutes from Ed were it. Because if you can keep your adjusted net income under 100,000, you know, that's got a lot of benefits to you. And the other thing to say, you said something earlier that you would never lose money by the high income child benefit charge clawback, which is obviously <laughs> completely correct. I just wanted to point out that if you lose tax-free childcare, it's just, a, there's no tapering. It's just over 100,000 of adjusted net income, you lose it. And so you could actually end up worse off there because you instantly lose access to that tax-free childcare. So you could, that is an example where working more could result in you getting less. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, definitely. There's a few, you know, there's so many areas where you work harder and actually you get penalized for it. And that's, you know, again, that's what we're doing in this podcast. We're just trying to get people to think about that because it may alter your decision making. Okay. And just to say about the high income child benefit charge, yeah, what, what I mean is when I say you, you won't get, you know, penalized or you won't get, you won't pay back more than you claim the child benefits. So as in, if you claim X amount of child benefit, by the time you get over £60,000, you repay all of that money. They won't take extra off you. Yeah. Which is, you'd expect, really. I mean, imagine that. That'd be a disaster. I'm going to finish with just final thought, basically, because we've talked about marginal rates for doctors and other healthcare professionals and areas where this will differ from the absolute rates and how that can affect your decision making. But I just want to say, you know, the note that things can be even worse for our patients who have low salaries and claim universal credit because there's an even worse situation that at the lower end of these sort of income ranges. So as universal credit claimants earn extra money, the government begin to take away their universal credit. And that's what's known as the so-called taper, which you may have come across in the press or in the news. So if you've got a patient earning, you know, let's say £13,000 and they earn an extra pound, they only take home 31 pence after tax, national insurance and the reduction in their benefits. So it's, you know, it's just something to think about, you know, a, fi a final thought, as I say, that it's not just doctors that are affected, you know, our patients, lower income families, you know, are really affected as well by this marginal rate. I'm really glad you mentioned that because that is such an important point for lots and lots of people. And it's not like we're against paying tax, in fact, quite the opposite, but we're just trying to highlight tax scenarios that make no sense you know and i think we've highlighted a few there and hopefully that will allow you to make value-based judgments about how you spend your time going forward and that last point about the universal credit taper yeah it's it doesn't make sense yeah it's just it's really really harsh and they keep trying to make it 
better, but at the same time, it's still terrible. I mean, to only take home 31 pence for yeah. every pound you earn, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And as Tommy said, though, we're not, we're definitely not anti paying tax, as, as Tommy said, quite the opposite. But what we do like is people paying the right amount of tax and people knowing where their decisions may have unintended consequences. Exactly. Just like before we do any procedure on our patients, we consent them and make an informed choice. We want you to make an informed choice about what you do with your personal finances. And hopefully this podcast is doing that. We've gained so many listeners in the last month. And that's just because people like you have listened to it, found it useful, told your friends about it. You know, we are all in this together. You telling other people about this podcast helps us to grow. Otherwise, it would just be me and Ed talking to ourselves, which happened for many, many years. But that's how we end up here. Okay, mate, you've got a plane to catch to Vegas. I've got to go on the school run to pick up the kids. <laughs> that's yeah, in many ways more glamorous there, Tommy. Though. Any final words of wisdom where you just want to jump on a plane? Yeah, well, I, need to get, I need to get packing, literally. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I hope you've seen the exchange rate of the pound to the dollar. Oh recently. my gosh, yeah, that's depressing. I mean, they just had a record monthly fall just before I go and get my dollars, so excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Great. The thanks for listening, everybody. And you'll definitely see me on the next podcast, depending on how Vegas goes. If you win big, we might never well, see you again. Yeah, that's it. I might disappear into the sun- sunset, so you never know. But uh, you'll, you'll find out when I get back. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll still be here, whatever. So look forward to catching up with you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for your support. And have a good day wherever you're on your way to. If you're on the way to work, thank you for what you do. If you're out on a walk, enjoy it. And if you're at the gym, fair play, because I haven't been to the gym for far too long. Yeah, thanks, guys. Everyone take care. Take care. Mm-hmm.